Devotional, the official Hawthorne Heights podcast. All right, thanks for coming back. This is episode five of Hawthorne Heights Get Emotional. Um, on this episode, we are going to be talking about skateboarding, um, everybody's favorite thing to do to fall when they're younger and then run up their parents' uh, health care bills and then not really know that that's the case until you're older, right? All right, just a couple things that we've got coming up in Hawthorne Heights world. We've got on Thursday, the 13th of August, that's in just a few days, we're doing a bingo night. So make sure you go over to our website and check that out. Tickets are on there. Um, I think we're only doing 50, so get over there and get that. On the 26th, we have Fragile Future Homeschool for anybody that realized the downward turn that it was going on on If Only You Were Lonely. It's, it goes up, but not, not very much. <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange time. Fragile Future is a strange time for author nights. So if you want to hear about that, make sure you join us on that. Once again, that's on the 26th on a Wednesday, Wednesday night. So make sure you come to that. Uh, now we're going to start the show. Enough of me. We're going to start the show with JT's monologue. Quite frankly, it's not about skateboarding, but it's a good story. And this is our podcast. And we're going to do whatever we want. So enjoy the show. Here's JT. February 3rd, 2019, El Paso, Texas, 23 hours till Dayton. This story is 100% real, nothing added for effect. Warning, this is not for the faint of heart. December 2nd, 1983 was the night of the world premiere of Michael Jackson's Thriller video. A music video that will be entangled in my life for 36 years. That was the first time I can ever remember being afraid. Music videos used to be a huge deal. So popular that we had a sleepover at my friend's house and even popped popcorn. So popular that it was able to have a world premiere on a major network. A music video, not the Olympics. I will remember it forever. Not because of the song, but because it was the first and only time I've been so scared that I threw up everywhere. For the next 36 years, I wouldn't know that feeling. When my stomach is ready to evacuate, it always routes everything through the southern hemisphere an area I know quite well. I thought I would never know that feeling again until I made a very costly mistake. I was aggressive yet arrogant. I was a gambling man and I liked my odds. I learned that night that I was not invincible. More importantly, I found my kryptonite and I will never let it happen again. Fuck you, Whataburger. Never again. The other guys in Hawthorne Heights know the tales of my iron stomach. They had heard me speak of it proudly and often. It was a part of my identity. 
and on my first shift of a 24-hour drive from El Paso, Texas to Dayton, Ohio, my stomach decided that 36 years was enough. 15 minutes into my drive, I pulled over. The guys were disoriented and confused as to what I was doing. It was five in the morning. The sun had just risen. Standing a few feet from the van with the door open, trying to talk some sense into them. Then out of nowhere, out came the puke. A feeling I haven't felt since I saw Michael Jackson dressed as a werewolf. I had no idea how to brace for impact. So I did what any novice upchucker would do. I barfed on my shoes. And like a number 16 seed that had just won the NCAA tourney, I walked proudly to the trash can and threw away a perfectly good pair of Vans eras. My misfortunes in the Northern Hemisphere did get me out of driving again for the next 24 hours and that was fine by me. I didn't live in fear, and I won't live in fear, but I'm not eating Whataburger ever again. It sucks anyway. Twenty-three hours to Dayton. Shit. I was, I was, I was hoping you didn't say that at the end, so I could be like, "And that's skateboarding," but you saved it. You tied it all in like you were supposed to. Yes, sir. That puke story. <laughs> I wish. Okay, I, there's two pictures in my life that I wish I had, and one of them I do have, and that is that is Bobby in front of Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is one of those moments I'm so happy we have. You're everybody. Home. We, yeah, we, okay, so we were on tour in Japan, and this guy was like, take a picture of me in front of Mount Kilimanjaro, and at the exact moment, he's getting There's Mount picture, Fuji. Or Mount, Mount Fuji, Fuji, Mount Fuji, Fuji. Fuji. Um, I'll edit that out so I don't look stupid. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, he gets told that he, we're not going back to the hotel, but he just left his stuff at. So he left all of his bags at a hotel, and he thought we were going back there. So he is in this picture in front of Mount Fuji. And the, the look on his face is utter sadness for all of his stuff just gone. But there's a picture in front of him. It was so funny. Uh, and then JT also not knowing how to throw up was one of the best <laughs> moments of my life. You're supposed to bend over uh, more than you did. It was almost like you were just puking on the front of your shirt. <laughs> because you had puked so long ago, you didn't even know the right way to do it. Nope, had no idea. Like I know, like lean around a car just to use that as as a shield. I couldn't have been any more out in the open. <laughs> no. Can you imagine the people in the gas station that were watching me do this? Oh my god! I'll tell you. I'll tell you who was watching those two dogs, and they came up and they loved you. <laughs> oh yeah, they loved. I love those dogs. They were probably looking and going, "Well, we're eating tonight, fellas." <laughs> oh my god! Dogs are so gross. <laughs> What's on the menu? What a burger! What a burger's on the menu? Get down here. <laughs> My God.
whatever. I just so. I just remember I remember being in the van and being like, "What's going on? Oh, is this happening?" And then there's just chatter amongst us all, being quiet. He's gonna do it. The streak. <laughs> the streak is over. He's puking. Yeah, <laughs> Matt was like, "Oh my god, he this has never happened." And I was like, "What?" And then it, and he threw up. Oh, I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were pulling the classic before a long drive. Like, oh, I'm feeling a little sick. <laughs> I'm well, feeling little, I'm feeling a little sick. Maybe I'll just sleep it off for 24 hours while you guys drive. I thought that was going on, and then I went, "Oh, he's not kidding. There's no way you would puke to not drive." And then there was the like. <laughs> that then there was the, Then there was the whole like, "Oh no, his shoes, his shoes!" And then we saw you like slowly walking through, walking the in socks through a gas station <laughs> through a trash can. It's like, oh god. Hey, you guys want to go back on tour again? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, just reminiscing about the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, that's the only thing I remember from that tour. That's That's true. Hey, uh, the funny thing is, is like when my head and my stomach were swirling in opposite directions, I was delirious and disoriented. Mm -hmm. And I could hear you guys talking, but I could not react to what you were saying whatsoever. So (laughs) I'm like, like... I don't know, like a boxer who had just been hit in the face on a video game and there's like stars above his head. That's what I felt like. I felt like I was outside of myself. Lauren uh, wrote Lauren wrote in the chat, sadly I've had to teach a few of my students the right way to throw up after being being on the receiving end of a vomit shower. Love my oh. job. Oh, by the way, the t- uh. by the way, the the vomit shower in 2020 is going to be on Zoom, and it's just going to be a kid watching a screen and then just puke, just covering the computer, and then like, and then you just see the window close and gone. That's the uh, 2020 puke at school. I just found the pictures from that night, but I don't have any of JT. I just have me and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, think you want to see me that night, my friend. All bad. We love yeah. El Paso, but I bet it, I bet There's you don't El love Paso, it as much right? as the rest of us. Old El Paso. <laughs> all I saw, all I saw was your light, your light. Yeah, your I light know. Ring. I saw, I saw that too. <laughs> New York City. Let me tell you about El Paso. El Paso. Billy, Ca- Billy Catfish loves El Paso. <laughs> all right, so let's get to let's get to what you've been doing. Who wants to start? Oh, fine, fine, I'll, fine, I'll go. Uh, I've been I've been living on a farm in a camper, and it's been That's crazy, interesting. Yeah, I'm in I'm in two week two week quarantine, awaiting my COVID test that I got last Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, last Wednesday, waiting for the uh, results of that so I can go home so I don't get anybody sick. So I've literally been alone in a camper for whatever a week and Just a half. Just a man. And a case of Limeritas. Yep. And I will tell you this right now. I don't feel good about my test results because I got it in the city of Cincinnati for free. And they can't even spell the word Cincinnati correctly in their email subject. They spelled it Cincinnati. So I don't rely on them for accurate medical stuff if they can't spell the city name right. Well, so depending see. depending on... Uh... What section of the internet you hang out in? Doesn't matter. It's all fake. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> oh, that's called Ohio, from what I've seen. I've barely been <laughs> off the reservation here, but now, uh, when fake. I go somewhere, I'm the only one wearing a mask. I'm the moron, apparently. 
Yeah, it's all fake. <laughs> so, all fake news. All fake. Uh, I was. I had a conversation with a friend the other day. I said, "You know what? Say this all goes away. Ten years down the road, I'm wearing a mask. I ain't getting the flu. I'm done. I've already. I've already like right. made. I've already made myself do it. So now it's like part of life. So I'm just going to be the guy with a mask on now. The Japanese always have it right. Yeah. yeah. They've been, they've been, they've been doing it for years. Yeah. They've been doing it for so long. They're on it and I'm going to join them. I don't care if, I don't care if anybody comes with me. So if I'm going to some nasty ass, yeah, if I'm going to some, I mean, where you puked that gas station is probably the most disgusting place on the earth, except for the next or the next gas station we went to. Hey, but you know what? Yeah. You know, you do have the freedom to walk in that puke with no mask on. You do. And the second that somebody tells you that you don't, I'm never wearing a mask again. Can you imagine puking in a mask? Oh, <laughs> oh podcast over. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> Ruined. This was a lot about skateboarding. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Man. So, so that's what I've been doing. That's why I got this. That's why I'm here. I got a camper with Wi-Fi. It's weird, but it's, it works. Some right. people would say you're on vacation. Some I kinda, people, I kind of am. Some people would fight for that right for you. They'd I say, "Man, I've yeah. eaten, I've eaten more white bread in the last week and a half <laughs> than I've had in the last twenty-five years." I will is say, it, and by it, the, and it does it Wonder Bread. It's Sunbeam, and it doesn't. Oh, mul- it doesn't. It doesn't go bad. It just, it's just like always fine. Yep, Sunbeam. <laughs> I think I know why people buy it. It just lasts forever. When I buy bread, it has mold on it in like two seconds. Hey, is that chick uh, got like the butter? Is she still buttering the bread on the uh, logo? Oh no, let me let me find out. If memory serves. Oh, she's she's just really she's hammering one. Yeah, that's 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 who I'm talking about. Uh, My wife, my wife will not go near anything having to do with that type of bread and that's actually the type of bread that i want in my house but we have to get it from the uh, bakery down the street and man i got a bone to pick with these bakeries (laughs) a the bread is usually good if it's done properly b it's holy as fuck if they cut if they cut that thing at the wrong time if it's too warm or something but anyway, what are you, how are you going to eat a sandwich with eight holes in your bread? Well, you don't buy it on Sunday. Everybody knows that. That's, a, whole, that's a holy joke. Sorry. <laughs> I, only <laughs> hot, I only eat hot cross buns. No, my, when I came here, I was like, my dad's like, we can get some stuff for the camper. I was like, oh, just give me some bread. I named a couple like mundane items. And then I show up and it's just that bread. And I'm like, what? Like, my dad doesn't even eat this bread. My dad's like a health nut and eats wheat bread. I'm like, why'd you get me this? Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. <laughs> uh, by I mean, the I think way, bread Laura, sucks, but... Laura Boyd from Greenfield, Ohio... What's up, Laura? Just picked, just picked up a couple shirts. I'm not even sure if she's here, but we just want to say thanks. She's lazy right now. She's here, she's here. This week we've got bingo night, bingo night, bingo night. What will Guzmano do? 
For tickets to Hawthorne Heights Emo Bingo, go to HawthorneHeightsStore.com. Is, is anybody else eating uh, graham crackers? Nope. Nah. Nope. Sorry, boys. Just water, a limerita, and a beer. I'm going to be hydrated, I'll tell you that. It's all well, Teddy, Teddy Grahams over here. So who's next? Poppy. Poppy, what you been doing this week? Well, this week, well, last week, I think I set my drums back up at the house. I've been practicing a little bit, playing those drums, working on my foot, and uh, riding my motorcycle, riding the bicycle, uh, working out every day, printing shirts every night, and uh, reading. I'm reading uh, Evasion again. Prime thing. Yeah, I'm, crime think. It's. Uh, Are you sure that you didn't just recite a ZZ Top song? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing music. I'm riding my motorcycle. I'm reading a book. I'm smoking cigarettes. I fucking sold out 45 years old and I'm breaking edge. <laughs> On <me> cigs. <laughs> give me a pack of cools. I'm fucking in, baby. Evasion was the first crime think book I read. Me too. Okay, there's a couple things. As I'm a little older, there's a couple, there's a couple things I'm like, I used to be so in love with that whole idea. The hopping trains, I still am, yep. but like the whole dumpster diving for everything, <laughs> like I've done, I went dumpster diving, but I probably did it for the wrong reasons. I still had a house. I had a job. I just wanted free bagels from Panera. I'm like, they're going to throw away 10 bags. I'm going to go take two of them. Here's the rule. Here's the rule on dumpster diving. If you take a handful of cereal and you drop one on the floor, if you pick it up and throw it in the trash, you're not allowed to dumpster dive your whole life. <laughs> That's my rule. That's true. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again? If you take a handful of cereal, way too much, which we all do. Nobody yes, puts, at, nobody at puts your a house. Reg, nobody puts yes. a regular amount in your hand. No. If you do this and then it falls on one piece falls on the floor and you pick it up and put it in the trash, you're oh, not allowed. Rather than eating it, you mean? If you won't eat off your own floor, you oh. will not eat behind a Panera dumpster. I ate carrots off the floor last night when I was making pad thai. There you go. You're a dumpster. <laughs> hey, I, I'm fine with it. I eat some hey, off the floor all the time. I, I just mopped my floor during the day and I was like, I just dropped some vegetables. They just hit the ground. Who gives a shit? I'm eating them. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been, uh, you know, I've just been kind of doing the thing. I haven't been outside as much as I should be this summer, and I'm getting pissed about it. Yeah, it's because outside is <laughs> fucking scary at this point. Well, I I'm talking about sitting out in the back of my oh, house, okay, gotcha. just working on my tan. Gotcha. I, haven't been, I haven't been out there just in my short shorts. <laughs> I've, been, I've been sitting inside like a sucker. Well, I didn't ask like you what a you, damn I sucker. I didn't ask you what you haven't done this week. <laughs> I said, what have you been doing? <laughs> Well, I did well, let me a, tell you what I haven't done this week. Uh, I guess I did. I guess I did ride my bike outside, my motorcycle, obviously outside, but that's a whole different vibe. Yep, for sure. That's a good one, though. You sneeze yet? I'm trying to continue it. Nah, man. I, uh, I did. I did do something real bad though. I one hand on the throttle, had my left hand down to stretch it out, and I turned to look at something. And I was looking for too long. And I was like, oh, shit, eyes on the fucking road. You're on a motorcycle. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was in Oakwood. I was the only thing on the road. But I was like, oh, man, I'm not paying attention. I'm distracted by something for too long. Probably right. like three seconds. Right. That's too long. That's, That's too, too long. long. So you went from riding a motorcycle to looking cool to, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I, de I definitely got that. 
Okay, I could have went down. I could have yeah. hit something. Right, right. Yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah. All right. Safety first. Hey man. Jeez. Mark hit me I, with it. I had a helmet on. Right, then you're then you're fine. Just put no hands. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Man, you know what I've been doing? I've been what? checking this PayPal, and I want to say thanks to Lauren Combs and our man Brian Guzmano for the goose. Thanks. Thank you, guys. thank you, Lauren, and thank you, Winmano. Number sixty. He's a full-blown winner. Yeah. He's, He's a actually full-blown winner. He, he tipped. He, he tipped ten sixty. Yes. <laughs> he knows, and he knows. He knows. Me. So right he here, it. I have a little bag of goodies. If you were part of our live show and you won something, they're going out tomorrow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Guzmano, you're in there. Nice. Very like cool. It. So what have you been doing, Miss? Uh, just been hanging out, you know, doing more stuff around the house as one does when it's you're not able to tour or work or go out and do that. So just catching up on projects around here. Um, uh, last week played a uh, an online show with JT. We did some songs here acoustic for a thing with Ultimate Ears. That was fun. Got ready for that. And it sounded uh, great. Did you catch it? Man, I didn't uh, know you were in the audience. I would have shouted you out, boy. I saw, I saw it afterwards, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder how it sounds, because I knew you were streaming it with that whatever, the streaming thing, Streamlabs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder how it sounds through that, and I just was like, oh, oh it sounds really good. And then I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Don't be offended. I know the songs. Man, I thought you were a fan. That's, yeah. that's messed up, man. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Are you wearing those right now, the ones you talked about? Yeah, the, yeah. the loners. Yep. yep. Cool. Yep. That uh, they sound good. Nice. Are they all? Would you consider them ultimate? Beyond ultimate. Very nice. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know. I started. Uh, I watched the first episode of the second season of Umbrella Academy last night. Yeah. How's that? It's, pretty, it's good. It's different. I loved the first season. Yeah. I. It took me a second. I mean, there's there's a cool little catch up thing in the beginning, but it took me. I can't believe like how. As much as I love the first season, it took me a minute to kind of like remember everything that happened, mm-hmm. kind of how they how they left it. But it's really good. I enjoyed it. I think it's going to be a good season. I watched a few episodes of season one, and then let Leah finish it on her own. Yeah. I just uh, there's something about it I didn't. I was like, okay, cool. This is fine. This is cool. And then that's it. And I just got lost interest, like every show I've ever watched. I I did do something smart, or maybe I think smart. I got the comic before I watched the show. I was like, right. okay, let me let me read this, mm-hmm. and that's why I watched it because I really I really enjoyed the book. Yep, nice. JT, what I you been doing? That stuff's not for me. Uh, I don't. I basically don't like anything comic related. It's just not a not not my style. More for everybody else too. You know, I I don't. I understand why people get it. I just. Uh, that part of like the fantasy realm and stuff just doesn't really appeal to me. But you know, neither does like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that either. Like, I don't know what world you would consider that. Uh, fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. <laughs> uh, fan- like, I don't like uh, what's the fucking Game of Thrones or anything like that. It's just not my uh, not my cup of tea. Uh, so, what? What did I watch? I did watch something that was good recently. Oh, this show uh, on Amazon called Modern Love. Done really, really well for all you uh, people who like kind of 
rom-com-ish type stuff, but uh, very dialogue-based, very well-written, and it all kind of ties up together. Um, otherwise, I can't remember what I've been doing. It's been raining for like three days, so I really haven't been doing much the past couple of days. But, you know, l- last time we did our podcast was directly before our live stream. So since that podcast, we played an entire uh, an entire web show, right? And a drive-in show. And a drive-in show, yeah. So it was cool. Everything was great. We had a, we had a good time. Uh, <sighs> all the people that we worked with, you know, did a good job helping us pull it off and uh no complaints but i really haven't been i haven't been doing much to uh you know whatever talk about i wish i had some rock star shit for you but i don't (laughs) i'll drop some non-rock i've been watching uh have you seen the show pose do you know what that is nope i have no idea what that is I'm two episodes in, so I guess I could say I'm watching it. I'm just, I always attempt to watch a TV show and then I just give up about four episodes in and I'm like, oh, that show was amazing. Oh, did you finish it? No, I only watched like four episodes. So I'm trying to like actually finish that one. But uh, the episodes are like 70 minutes long and I'm just like, oh, mm. I, exactly. Exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just wish every show was like 32 minutes. Double the amount of episodes. I don't care. I just want it to be like 31 minutes. Like just, I don't need to see some epic thing. I mean, it's epic. It's a good show. Um, I don't quite know what it's about yet, but I will say this. If you want good acting and really good camera work and really good costumes, it's the show for you. Uh, it's, it looks and it's amazing. Like the people in it are amazing. Here's Sweet. something I here's something I just realized. Like when you said how long it is, in this day of like uh, basically everything going straight to like a service, a streaming service, whatever. Netflix and chill is what we call sure. it. Sure, um, they're not making a TV show that's gonna show on air sixty minutes. So once you cut the commercials out, it's like forty five. They're mm-hmm. making sh- shows that are one hour long. Right. You no, know, like no commercials. Like okay, this is an hour long. This is a half an hour long. Yeah. They're both too long. Give mm-hmm. me the twenty four minute half hour show yeah and give me the 44 minute hour long show somebody's here somebody's listening to the date and theme song right now <laughs> who's that that's me <laughs> yeah, that's mark what's up i'm playing the that's, date and theme song no that's me can you hear that mark, hey, marks you're about to get arrested mark or whoever <laughs> that's me that's my house baby you're getting <laughs> that's my house baby they're in your driveway and now they're knocking they saw my shirt that I was wearing yesterday and said, we're going gonna, to get that fucker. <laughs> they ain't going to find me down here. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, now that we got everybody what they're doing, I think it's time to talk about skateboarding, right? Y'all want to talk, about, yeah. Y'all yeah. Wanna talk yeah. about the board? Let's talk about that uh, wooden plank. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, give me, Poppy, give me the history of skateboarding. Well, back, back in California... There was the thing called surfing. Those Z, guys, Z boys, the, the Z boys, Alva and the Z boys, to be specific, they just wanted to cruise some waves, man. When there's no surf, what are you going to do? Take it to the streets, baby. Get some roller skates. Steal your sister's roller skates. Nail them onto a two by four, and and just cruise around. That's where is skateboarding that, started. Is that Lord? That's Lords of Dogtown, right? That's that mm-hmm. movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's because yeah, I was like, I've seen this story you're telling, and I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Uh, Tony Hawk was the very first skateboarder, in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> very first. He was the first guy to ride a skateboard. Yeah. On play uh, on PlayStation. Yes, on PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. Hey, man. Who created the Ollie? Tony Hawk, duh. <laughs> first skateboarder ever. Yeah. First skateboarder and richest skateboarder. I have. It's funny that you said the first skateboarder ever because I did a little skateboarding research and I actually have a picture of the first skateboarder ever. Are you ready? Yeah. Here he is. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's me i'm not the first one ever this for all Look the audio pads for all the audio yeah. listeners uh wish he you ain't trying here. to get hurt wish Dude, you could have been here but they made uh, you wear them at the skate park back then you couldn't true. skate without them yeah this uh, is I'm, a this is a young young mark mcmillan and he is prepared to fall Oh yeah, <laughs> you know the best the best part about wearing all those pads is if no one was around. If you were at the park early, you could skate for a little bit. If no one was waiting a turn, you could just like literally just slide down the ramp. It's <laughs> 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 oh, awesome. That's awesome. So when Poppy, when did you? I don't want to be the interviewer, but when did you start skateboarding? And Mark, that's your next question. I cool. When I actually started skating, like not just like a penny board or like something, I was just bombing hills. But when I got my first skateboard, I was probably 12 years old. I was in seventh grade. So what is that? That was 12 years old. That's when I got my first like shitty Veriflex or whatever, Nash, something like that. Tried to like Ollie, you know, that kind of stuff. But, but I was already buying like skateboard magazines at that point. So yeah, twelve years old, eleven, twelve, thirteen, something like that. Right in the bat in the badass years. Yeah, which would have been for for this would have been eighty eight, nineteen eighty eight. Some of you people weren't even born yet, and I was already out there skating. <laughs> Dude, shredding. I was skating before you. Really? Hell yeah! I got I, my, I got my first skateboard Christmas morning, nineteen eighty five. Okay, Ooh. fine. We have three experts, I guess, of skateboard. God damn. That was because of Back to the Future, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you poser, you got in way late, man. I was, I, I was in I, early. I was riding BMX at the time. I was riding BMX yeah, before you, I started. It's because you watch Rad. It's because you watch Rad I, first. I, I, did, I did love Rad. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – what year did Gleaming the Cube come out and what year did Thrashing come out? Uh, Gleaming the Cube had to have been later, like 88 it, or 89. It, it would have One been. of the other. One of I'm the gonna, other. Uh, Thrashem. Thrashem was probably like 86 or 87, though. I'm going to look that up. 1986. So I was 11. So, yeah, we're talking. It would have been 11 or 12 for me. 86, 87 would have been when I got a skateboard. So, basically, what, J, what we're saying right now, JT – Michael Jackson video will make you puke. Oh, yeah. Back to the Future makes you skateboard. You're easily easy manipulated by media. I am. I'm a media, I'm a media hound. <laughs> Why do you think I keep telling you, man? I don't even think this thing exists. <laughs> Does Katy Perry make you want to swish, swish, bitch by chance? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know why that song popped in my head. Why does that, why does that happen? Mark, when did you start skateboarding? Uh, I don't know the year, but at some point in middle school, around then, I know it was like early middle school, and I I started. I had an older brother. So you're like who, 10, 10, 11, somewhere in there. Yeah, 
I have an older brother that skated and uh, at some point I was just like, I want to do that too. And then uh, I picked it up pretty quickly and at some point just started skating around them when they allow, allow me to tag along. I was mm -hmm. like the little tag along kid. And uh, my first, I think, I think we talked about this either on a bingo night or a podcast before and JT and I had a similar story. But my first skateboard was some crappy brand and I, my, I basically begged my parents to get me one. And I think they were like, they didn't know if I was going to take to it. And skateboards are pretty expensive. Like a real nice skateboard was like, I don't know what was it back then, Poppy, with grip tape and all this stuff. Like a hundred dollars. It was a hundred yeah. bucks. Which now they're like about a hundred and forty or hundred and fifty. But yeah, they were a hundred dollars in the eighties, and that was a lot. So, so my dad got me one from BP, which is a gas station. <laughs> and uh, the one, the one that's across from Jim's Donuts, by the way. And uh, I was just like, yeah, I got you this. I got you a skateboard. So it's probably like a twenty dollars skateboard. And I, I I thought it was the coolest shit ever and I was into it until the first time I took it to skate with this tag along with this guys and I found out really quickly that it was not a cool brand or <laughs> right. this or that. So uh uh that began the whole mowing lawns and anything I could do to get a little bit of cash and save up and save up to get a skateboard. And it was always such a bummer when you broke your skateboard, like when your deck broke, because it was just expensive. Oh yeah. Like, okay, fifty bucks. I need fifty dollars right now. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's like a little weird thing. Like, so if you go to the grocery store and you buy like a Kroger brand or a Meyer brand, anything, it's totally fine. I don't. Just, just, fuck you. You're 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 bougie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, you have apparently you've got you're made of money because I can't do that shit. Anyway, <laughs> the point being, that's a generic version. That's a yeah. gen, it's so a it's store brand. So it's cheaper. It's cheap. Mm. Skateboards, if you had a, like you, you had a generic skateboard, that shit does not fly. I had fake Jordans. That shit did not fly. <laughs> that meant, motherfucker, you're poor. Your yeah. fucking parents are poor. Yeah. You talk, uh, you talk my Air Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think mine were Jordash. <laughs> Air Jordash. <laughs> they were, they were plastic. I mean that to me, I, like I, I want, like I want <clears throat> fake brands now. Like I, yeah. I want, I want to solely go to Trader's World and buy <laughs> whatever no Gucci, name. Gucci with an H, G U C H I. <laughs> I would buy that right now because it's hilarious. But when you're a kid, it is a death sentence. It, it, oh, it, yeah. it matters. It yeah. matters. It, it, if anybody want to knows how it matters, <clears throat> watch the Atlanta episode. <laughs> about Fubu. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah <laughs> oh my gosh. Watch. You know if you if you guys haven't seen Atlanta, I know you guys have been. For th those in the chat, if you have not have not seen the show Atlanta, watch it. It's, it's incredible. Amazing. It's, yeah, so it's good. an amazing show. Uh, do you know what's do you know what's a lost art? When Mark said this, it reminded me. I don't now I don't have kids, so maybe maybe this does still happen. I'm just not privy to it. But when I was a kid, anything I wanted, my parents would go, I don't know if I'm going to get him a guitar because I'm not sure he's going to stick with it, which was very important when, when we were younger. Yeah. But I feel like now people are like, I'll buy them anything to shut up. And I want to, and I also, I want to see if they like it. I want to see, I feel like it's complete reversal. Like, oh, I got him a guitar. See if, see if they like it. See if they connect with it. My I parents were like, we are not buying you a toothbrush because I don't know if you're actually going to brush them. 
Like it was but, like everything. But now, but now it's like, oh, you want to play guitar? Well, how about this American-made Fender? Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Yeah, yeah, Two thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, Animal yeah. Man- Animal Manager Band. We'll get you merch before your first right. show. <laughs> right, right. Uh, do you guys? Do you want some light boxes? You guys need? What do you yeah. need? Sure thing, manager. But I feel like now people are just like, oh, you want, oh, figure skating? Yeah, let's spend $5,000 on skates. Let's, let's see if you got a passion for it. I'm like, well, when I, where was that when I was a kid? I couldn't buy a fucking toy for six bucks because they didn't know if I was going to play with it for three weeks. I, I only, <laughs> jumping back into skateboarding, I only got a new skateboard on my birthday and Christmas. That's the only time my mom would be like, okay, you want a new skateboard? Well, you have to wait till your birthday. Yeah. And I would be like, can you get it for me now? I know it's like in three months, but can I just get it right now? Can I get my birthday it? present now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I just broke my deck. Can I get my Christmas present in January? <laughs> like, well, yeah, I just got you one. I know, but can I get like next year's? Because that's I don't like have the any equivalent. Money. That's like the equivalent of being like, oh, I really want that guitar. I could save up for two months. Now I'll just take out a home equity loan. Yeah, yeah, Poppy just figured out what a mortgage was very, very early on. I'll just get it now. Fuck it. Yeah. I'll pay it off over the next 30 years at 20% interest. Hey, some, <clears throat> this is off topic, but somebody just sent me a funny uh, picture via my uh, text message. Uh, and it's a picture of somebody's credit card receipt from a restaurant. And it said the, uh, the numbers are 38 point 15 38 dollars and 15 cents the tip is 0.05 that's a nickel for a total of 38.20 and it says get rid of masks tip will be bigger (laughs) savage man fuck that person and that's what reddit's for i don't think we can top that story (laughs) it's 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 absolutely insane yeah we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna say that if you if you start playing politics with tipping somebody and taking away their money fuck you you're an asshole (laughs) the sad thing is the sad thing is is an asshole regardless that person is an asshole but fuck them the sad thing is those anti-maskers are the only people going to restaurants right now everybody else (laughs) everybody else is like i'm gonna wait in the basement for the vaccine it's like it's just (laughs) It sucks. I mean, I don't know what you do with it other than fucking burn down the restaurant and claim the insurance. I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's. You actually got to placate to the uh, to the oh fuck it crowd because they're the ones coming. Yeah. I I really I really can't imagine. Like, I can't figure out why why people are so like, I don't know, dig I'd their r- heels in about everything. I'd rather have a picture of a middle finger than a nickel. That's true. <laughs> like, I literally would. <laughs> it's wild. But it probably ha- it probably have like four fingers though, and just a, <laughs> like a really shitty picture. You know, I was. Uh, I don't. Re- I one thing that the the whole COVID thing has kind of showed me is how much like I don't really enjoy the internet at all uh, because I I feel like people I feel like we are like we're essentially as a society we are paying people to be total assholes so like if you look at all the i don't want to call them all uh media trolls but that's basically what they're doing like every big media type person whether it be somebody like ben shapiro or somebody like that uh and i'm i'm don't even want to get into what they're talking about 
but they are just, they're getting paid by eliciting a response. So they're doing it intentionally because they're ramping up who they're talking about and who they're talking to. And, uh, you know, like we're, we're making these people hundreds of millionaires and it's, and it makes us unhappy. That's the craziest part to me is, is people are like, people are like struggling right now <clears throat> with depression and anxiety and they're getting stressed out by what they listen to. And those people who are literally just programming the same six or seven response, if it's on the Republican side, then they're talking about this about the Democrats. If it's on the Democrat side, they're talking about this about the Republicans. And everybody knows exactly how to speak about that. And these people are, they're becoming hundreds of millionaires. Well, That's here's, crazy. Well, here's the, here's the situation. One side says it's China's fault. The other side says it's Trump's fault. And they're both probably right. Sure. But, but they're but, like, but you go, but you go fucking wild on it. Here's the real problem. I would highly suggest this to anybody. If you follow a, okay, first of all, stop. Don't follow the media people because they're going to, if you follow too many of them, they will change your feed into changing your reality. So follow, unfollow all of them and then follow people that just talk about like, Hey, I bought a sandwich today. Here's a picture of it. That's what I'm doing. I'm cutting out everybody. If somebody only talks about politics, you're, a, you're lame. If that's your sports, I'm out. And I've been that person. So I know it's lame. So I'm out. So fuck that. I'm, uh, there is a guy he has an Instagram. He, at the end of this, he's going to be my only person I follow. But his name, I'm going to give it to everybody, is Soy Tiet. He's popular. But he's from Vietnam. He has 185,000 followers. And he sings numbers. And he is having the time of his life. There's no internet. <laughs> they're, just, they're taking a bath in the river. Like, and they're having the best time. And he has like, he has like three teeth. And he's like, you live in America. I have no teeth. You're handsome. I'm ugly. I love life. You should too. Like, that's literally what he says. It's like, it's magic. Like the, the dude's just magic. So I think at the end of it, I'm just going to have him. Because yeah, if, you, if uh, you look at the same thing over and over and over and over and over, it will make you think that's reality. So if you get, if, if you get in your bubble, if you get in your bubble, if you get in your bubble, you, you and your bubble will end up having a circle jerk. And then somebody else in another bubble and they're going to have the same one as you. So, but like, uh, uh, by the way, back to coffee or about coffee. Jason says James Hoffman on YouTube. He's correct. That is the best YouTube coffee guy. Yeah. Should, I be, should very, I be checking that out? Yeah. He's very scientific. If you care about the science, if you want to watch a, a 17 minute video on different pools of espresso, he's the guy, but yeah. back, uh, back to the, back to the important stuff. Well, the reason that it kind of got me, like I was, uh, I scroll through Twitter one time a day just to see if anybody I know has done anything or to see if there's been any updates in the industry or anything like that. Um, and for somebody that I followed retweeted this guy, you know, with like a big, like this guy's a moron type thing. And it's some guy named Aubrey Huff which I believe he's a former baseball, baseball. player yep, or a current baseball player. I don't know. But anyway, he, so his post is a picture of LeBron carrying a, like a satchel type bag. And it says, young men, this is not how a man is supposed to dress. 
Carrying a purse is not cool. I suppose dressing like this makes it easier to kneel. Which he's saying that intentionally to get a rise out of people. No more, no less. He's doing it, That's for, the all. He's doing it for the retweets. It, exactly. That is what type of society that we're in. And I 100% I, I believe in freedom of speech, but I also believe in freedom of consequences. And people say stuff like this and they become millionaires. This guy's already a millionaire as a baseball player, but what he's trying to become a millionaire is something else. In other well, he's, words, he's probably trying to get a uh, weird, he's YouTube, trying, he's trying to get a weird YouTube show in the future or something. He, yeah. He's trying, he's trying to get famous based on stuff like this. Uh, and like, I blame society. Like if so, if some dumbass says something that you don't agree with, you just move on the internet doesn't allow you to just move on. So like you can, you can find out who the assholes are pretty easy. So when somebody says something like this, if everybody in that feed, that guy's feed is saying like, yeah, dude, they shouldn't be kneeling fucking rich babies, stuff like that. Like you can pick out every asshole in the world by just looking at who follows people like this. It's crazy. And they, they hitch their wagons to like losers to total losers. They're hitching their wagons to losers. It's crazy. I mean, but you could do it with anything. Like if you, you certainly can. If you typed if you typed flat earth into into YouTube for a week, you're only gonna see that and you're gonna convince yourself it's real. <laughs> you will. It's also not. on the other side, if you type cute puppy videos into YouTube for a week, you're only gonna see that. So it's whatever you make it. So if you see that, it's because they've got the algorithm to make you want to see it because they know it gets you hot. That's how they make fucking ad revenue. But it's it's crazy to me that that's how they make ad revenue by people enjoying it. Well, it's the new sports. I mean, that's be reasonable. It's crazy. It sucks. It's not crazy. It sucks. It's lame. It sucks so bad. <laughs> I think that it does show you, like, I think a lot of people, for me, like, I notice how much that stuff is like really stupid and how much it doesn't like bother me that it's so stupid. But uh, I just recognize that like, I don't like, I don't care about most things that I used to care about. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that as in like, I can't believe I even paid attention to whatever this is or something like that because it's so, it just doesn't matter. It literally, it doesn't enhance my life. It is definitely not a net positive. It definitely uh, makes it worse, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, it's a net negative unless you make it a positive. At this point, left or right, I don't want to see you talk about it every five seconds. I'm over it. Like, I get, I get the two arguments. I get the two arguments. They get it. It's, you're just repeating shit you heard. We know it. All of you are just repeating shit we've already heard. So it's just boring. Like, and for some reason in 2020 repeating something you heard somewhere else makes you a weird expert it's not how that works by the way that's not how that works definitely you know? not it's uh man it's a uh skateboarding is outdoors let's talk about that <laughs> i'm not even sure i'm not even sure it is anymore <laughs> well it's not going to be in september tony hawk reissue baby <laughs> uh skater xl already came out marley bought it i haven't played it yet but 
skateboarding on, on the computer or on the game system is back in, baby. Is it online? Is there an online portion? Uh, it has to be, right? I don't know. I haven't personally played it yet, and it's not available for the Switch. Um, what somebody system was, is it on? Right now, it's on Xbox and PlayStation. It will be a Switch game, but not nice. yet. Nice. And then <laughs> Skate 4 will be coming out when the new PlayStation comes out, the PlayStation 5. And then, there, yeah, the Tony Hawk reboots are coming out as well. Let's talk about who are – do you guys have – did you have a favorite skateboarder? I'll go first. I'll go first. He goes, you guys have probably never heard of this guy, but Tony Hawk, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, I, I, uh, is Chad Muska a skateboarder? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, he, he was my favorite when I was younger. I hated uh, him. I liked he him because he was like a bad, <laughs> he was like a badass punk, like kind of yeah. hip hop looking, like, yeah. He's what like I, the what, guy that would like rip up a Bible or something. Like, he was just that kind of guy. Is he the I, guy that ended up singing for Black Flag? <laughs> no, that's Mike Vallely. Oh, okay. That guy's Mike, a badass. Okay. Chad Muska is so fucking good. And I hated him for it because I just thought he was such a bitch ass. Yeah, he was. He was like very cocky. He was like a basketball player now. He was like that yes. kind of cocky kind of thing. Yeah. He's such a good skateboarder. Mike Vallely is the guy that would get called the F word and beat four motherfuckers up for saying it. And goddamn it, uh, I, I would love never that fight. I would never fight that guy. Dude, what a bad that, idea. That guy, I mean, it, there's videos of him just fucking dudes up. And there's videos of him when, like awesome. security, security guards come to kick him off a of spotty skating and he beats their ass Dude, mike Vallely is such a badass I he's, have he's awesome such a good skater if anybody wants to see uh or wants to hear tony hawk be the most boring human being on earth he was on rogan's podcast like two months ago it was it was good it was so boring it was I, good I found it like I was like, I mean, dude, talk about like, I thought he was going to go like, when I was a kid, we would get, we get beat up. He was just like, oh, I kind of got really rich off PlayStation. Like, and that was, I mean, it's kind of cool when he talked about X games, like the beginning of that, but I wish yeah. he was more into that. Yeah. Like, I care about that stuff. I don't care that, I can't, I don't care that PlayStation actually changed skateboarding forever. Like, I get I, I mean, I liked hearing that, I liked hearing his story because there, I knew that he was really young and he went. He was an am he was an amateur skater, what Mark, like 10, 10 years old or something? Like yeah, he was like young. He was a pro be by the time he was a teenager or something ridiculous like that. So like hearing him talk about like that world at that age, at that time, yeah, that, I did, was, that was pretty cool. I didn't realize till the Rogan episode that like he, he bought a house as like a teenager. He's like, yeah, I just yeah, have all this money. Super cool. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna graduate early. I bought a house and just lived with the skater friends in the house. That's I do, so I do like that. Everybody was like, "Dude, Vert's just not cool," and he's like, "No, Vert's cool," and he made it cool. He bought which a house like, and he was like, "There's no ramp," so he just built a bunch of ramps in his backyard, which back then was unheard of. He built like a complex in the suburbs. And his new house, I mean that 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 house and that and those ramps were legendary. Like they were in every magazine. His yeah. new his new spot, it's all concrete and it looks so awesome. It's so cool. Um, I, I really liked growing up, like Danny Way, and I liked Eric Costin. Yeah. Um, and a guy around here that was pro, like pre-Alien Workshop and all that, before that was here, uh, the big dog here was Mark Heinzman. He was like yeah. a local skater that was pro for GNS. So I liked him because we just, it's just, Pete was real because we could go to these contests that the local shop would throw and 
there be this real person there skating and stuff, which is, yeah. which is cool. Um, and then later, um, Rob Deerdeck skated for GNS. He was from here in our hometown. And then when that company Alien Workshop formed here, uh, Deerdeck was their first pro. And then that whole thing went through the roof here. Like Workshop got so big and all those people, originally all the pros were from here and then it kind of grew into the thing. And then that was kind of like uh, some of my favorite skaters from that whole thing because A, they were really good, but then B, you would we would go to skate at like the visitor center, which was like this, the only like kind of street skate spot around here at the time that was indoors. So it was cool. We'd go there in the winter and skate and like all those guys would be there skating. And then mm-hmm. it was just, that was cool to be from Ohio and be like, there's these people that are actually pros in the magazines and they're here skating and like, yeah. really nice. And they were always really good with the young kids and stuff and showing them stuff. So it was always fun to watch. And well, I played, uh, I played golf one time with Rob Deerdick's dad. Yep. That's my that's only, G- sca- that's <laughs> my only skateboarding story. That's Gene, baby. That is Gene. You know, what? Really, he drives a Cadillac with the vanity plate deer deck on the back, which is so yes. sick. Poppy, you know who I really liked? Uh, I don't think he was ever pro for workshop. Was that guy Mike Hayes? That was Mike Hayes, dude. Mike Hayes. Holy shit. I, where was I with you when we ran into him? Well, I was going to say he was at, it was either, I think it was either Dayton's for Lovers or a story show, but he was, was, I think it was Dayton's for Lovers. Yeah. Cause he came with Nick. Uh, he came with Nick at the end of the yeah, night. Yeah, they came out to a show, and I remember being like, "Shit, that's my yeah. case. I haven't seen yeah. him in like a decade." And that uh, he was cool. He came out to see us play. Yeah, that it was, was fucking. It was a Hawthorne show. It was Dayton's for Lovers. Yep. Um, yep. my favorite skater would have been Matt Hensley. Probably still is. Oh that dude, yeah, that dude has the best style. Like I don't know. I know he skates, but he doesn't skate professionally anymore. And we just met him, and he was so nice. Yeah, I, I got my photo with him. Uh, during a monsoon in Florida last year. Back During was, a monsoon. A monsoon. He, he was a great professional skateboarder, probably still is, but he yeah. plays in the band Flogging Molly now. And we did a, a show with them last year. Plays that accordion. Mm-hmm. Rides what a, the scooters. What a weird collection of things. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm a professional skateboarder. That would not be that weird to also be in a band, no. but to be a professional accordion player, that's also weird. Those are well, two he, very weird things. I mean, he's a skateboardist slash accordionist. That's fine. Yeah. That makes sense that's to me. That's true. Totally fine. That makes sense. Accordionist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I basically loved H Street Skateboard. Like H Street Skateboards was yeah. my favorite company. Like everybody on their, so good. Oh my god! Everybody on their team. Danny Way was i mean he still is he's an incredible skater you know the h the h street videos like skateboard videos in general but especially the a street videos and then the early alien workshop videos was how i found out about so many bands and like punk bands and like it's kind of how i was exposed to the beastie boys the first time it's how i heard uh first time i heard green day was on i think it was an h street video they played a bunch of stuff that was off of uh uh the stuff before Kerplonk was a smooth that thousand smooth out hours. Yep. Yeah, they played all that stuff on there, and uh, and they always played a bunch of Dinosaur Junior. But I remember, yeah. I remember yeah, that's there's so many good bands on all this. On the, it's like, like a comp, but so like on the Alien video memory memory screen, when Rob's part starts, he does this like huge gap, and it's Dinosaur Junior, and fucking that was like my favorite band because of that video part yeah. and then h street had 
Matt Hensley skated the Operation Ivy. Like he's just yeah, skating, yeah, yeah. like he's skating in Las Vegas, just like Ollie and like fire hydrants and shit, and it's Operation Ivy. Man, like Tony Hawk, the video game turned tons of kids onto new music, but the videos themselves, like that's where it all started. The reason why Tony Hawk mm-hmm. had a soundtrack is because every skateboard video had a soundtrack. Exactly. Yeah, it was a total. It was like a perfect. It was exactly what you would have done if you had a video game of yeah. skateboarding is you would yeah. make it the most like a skate video you possibly could for with sure. long with longer grinds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for days. And for then, just a week. And then once you got cheat codes, baby, you could grind around that pool oh, yeah. for 20, 30 it's, minutes if you want. Re- it's really that easy. You just start grinding and then as long as you keep your balance, you'll just go the same speed. Yeah. You never That's slow it. down. No, you never. just keep going. Just if you, you won't. It, if you keep your balance, that's all you have to do. If you ollie and land in again, you probably get speed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had. I had. I was trying to find it. I had this video when I was growing up. If you can see that four. Oh, four one one video magazine. Yeah. Baby. That's what I had, and I had one. I only had one. That exact one, mm-hmm. and I would watch it over and think, over and was over. that monthly that that came out yeah i don't was. know i i was not was. subscribed to it so i must have found yeah, it yeah. somewhere i don't know it, i've never it, it was monthly and they put this out on cassette, video cassette every month it's is insane i only really saw them at the, is it more at insane the than saying video cassette <laughs> <laughs> they put them out is. on video cassette uh, well i mean how many people in the chat don't know what a v what a v, uh, vhs tape is I don't know. Half? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe? I we usually did. watch I watch skate videos on LD. That's Laserdisc. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, people have people know VHS. Look at okay. that. Okay. All right, it's cool again. We okay. all, we've all been to thrift stores. We know the deal. We know. All right, that. cassette tapes, VHS tapes. All right. They're so, not assholes. Well, yeah. I just picture them being younger. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm, I'm just gonna old. Get, I'm going to get a flip phone and a VHS slash DVD player and just go with that. Hey, can I show you both? <laughs> yeah, do you have one? <laughs> do, you have, do you have a VHS and DVD player combo? Yes. Yes. I, I do. Can you, rip, can you rip a VHS? Order. Can you rip a VHS to a DVD? There's a flip phone right there. Yes. What? Porter. <laughs> yes. Samsung. AT&T. My VHS DVD player is in my son's room. He's got it so he can watch videos. Poppy's got got a burner phone. I got a burner. (laughs) Hey, uh, if you're looking for a pack of cools, I can sell you some. (laughs) By the way, you could have blown everybody's mind if you went into that and went, hey, Siri, where's my DVD? (laughs) Oh my God, my Siri came up on here. It's right here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, really quickly, uh, Steve Mann. William up, Shad man? and Jenna Teeling, uh, they picked up something from the web store. Awesome. Just wanted to say thanks. Just wanted thank to give you. them a thank you. Thank you. I don't guys. even know if they're in here or not. Thank but, you. They're, uh, in here. they're in here. You, you guys are. Uh, I mean, you're cooler than skateboarders, I guess. <laughs> uh, my favorite. I have a couple weird reasons why I like these people that I liked, but um, let me think. Tony Alva. I always just thought he looked badass. He looked like, I don't know. He just looked like what the essence of like Southern California skateboarding is. And that's always been like uh, something that I've loved to watch from, from afar. I never wanted to like go to Venice beach and like 
rip the bowls, but I love watching people do it. Uh, it's always been very impressive to me. Um, and Steve Caballero, Caballeros, is there an S on that? I think there is. No, Caballero, no? Steve Caballero. Okay. He's a short man. He is a very short man, but, uh, Back in the day when I went to Warp Tour for the first time, it was 1997, and they had all the skate athletes there and, like, BMX athletes there as well. And um, he would, I just remember thinking, man, he's got to be three foot tall, but he is destroying the half pipe. So yeah. I kind of fell in love with his style uh, at the 1997 Warp Tour and started to follow him for a bit, you know, and got, got back into skating trans world skateboarding style, that sort of thing. That's the only book that I could find in West Virginia was that magazine. Uh, and just a tiny bit later, uh, I found out about Jason Lee because I liked him so much in Mallrats. Mm -hmm. I found out that he was a professional skateboarder. I didn't know that beforehand or anything. I just was doing a little bit of research on him as a, uh, you know, like, I, I think I, I was looking like, is he in anything else? Because I think he's really funny. And come to find out that he was a professional skateboarder. And uh, we didn't have YouTube back then, which is kind of a kind of a bummer, because I would have loved to have, like, seen a bunch of those videos at that time period. But if you didn't have them, you weren't, you weren't watching them. Yeah. You know, you needed, you needed like, a, a video, yeah. like a cassette or whatever, and, like and a skate vid. And I'll say this, Jason Lee was so good like i still have skateboard magazines where i mean just i can still visualize some of his ads like in the stuff that he was doing he was he was a great skater i might be uh i might be aging myself here but did you guys uh which i don't care because i'm younger than all you but <laughs> but <laughs> did you guys at the video store did you guys have the free section so it's like some was like how to put on pants and stuff like like just stupid videos like that no no, no. That? <laughs> well there was like at the video store in my town which weirdly enough i'm like 10 minutes away from right now uh there was a video store and they had like a section of free so it's like my pet monster brushes his teeth it's like stupid nobody would ever pay a dollar for these they're like kind of educational but kind of not they, they had skate videos for free there like three of them so i'd watch those and then the library also had like two or three skate videos. I feel like that was like an easy kill. Probably yeah. they probably found them at a thrift store for like a nickel and then just like, or a garage <laughs> sale or something. I don't know. But yeah. Am I the only one with a free section at a video store? Like it was yeah, limited. Man, limit, the Trent and shit. It was like limit, limit one. And it was just like, it was like the worst shit you would never watch, but it's free. So you're like, uh -uh. all right. That's some Trenton shit. <laughs> Trenton, Ohio is the only one offering that type of shit. Um, what about uh, brands? What were your favorite brands? Uh, and it can be like, uh, you know, decks, wheels, trucks. It could be skate clothing. It could be anything. I liked, anything from the culture. I liked Plan B. And I liked H Street. And I liked a lot of the stuff that company blind was doing that was the mm -hmm. one jason lee skated for right uh he skated for world industries which was all oh, okay. part of, that was all under the umbrella if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah Is that like uh, this? i've been skating independent trucks for probably 30 plus years uh spitfire wheels probably for about the same length of time like once like 
H Street closed up shop. When I when H Street was around, I bought all of their shit. Uh, but Pal Peralta, which Mark's wearing some stuff, I loved Pal videos. Man, those old videos are so good, dude. Honestly, search for Animal Chin. If, so if it was if it was skateboarding, like I think kids now are pretty loyal to like a brand, and I was like really loyal to like certain ones, but I don't think. I bought a board from every company. What about you, Mark? I mean, yeah, pro- just, probably. I mean, at some point, cause it's like, Oh, I like that skater. I like that graphic. Like I didn't get, I didn't get more into buying the same kind of board until later. And I think that was, I think when I was real young, I kind of was all over the place with it, but then mm-hmm. it was later. And I think that's more of just like, I, I got used to a certain board. Yeah. And then like, so I would buy like that guy's model. Yeah, I, I like, was already used to it. I, it felt right, you know. Like, do you remember the? Do you remember the Lance Mountain, the board that his son drew a, a stick figure family? Yeah, yeah. I had that. I had three of those because I'm like, this board's great. Like this. You've already this learned because there's like a learning curve when you get a new yeah, one to like learning your tricks it, on it. And especially back then, because that's when they started putting noses on them, and I liked the way it was mm-hmm. shaped. Same yeah. with. Uh, remember the Mike Vallely, uh it was like the farm board. It was like the double kick. It was like identical. And it was like the farm animals. Yeah. I had like two or three of those. Um, but yeah. Um, and then I probably wore every damn shoe there ever was like airwalks at knees. I had a lot of airwalks. Um, I didn't get the vans till later, which is odd because that's like what you wear apparel, what I wear the most. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, I wear nothing but vans these days pretty much, but, I had a skip. lot of weird colored airwalks. Yeah, the remember the five, <laughs> the five twenties? Is that what they were? The I ones that had, that had like the, they had like the ollie patch and like this. Oh yeah! Oh and my the god! The Velcro came over. Yes. Yeah, Fuck dude. yeah! yeah. <laughs> what do you? Yeah. What's your favorite shoe ever sold at Payless? The Shaq shoes <laughs> or, or Airwalk? Which one? Ever? Yep. Ever since they went to. Uh, Payless, man, it, it really cheapened that brand. I mean, Van, I want, Vans I want, are there too. I want Starberries. Fans so are not at Payless. Yes, they fucking are. It's no. weird. They, they are. The they, stores uh, now, and it's like weird vans. Uh, they're weird. It's yeah, like when uh, you go to Kohl's, they're weird vans. <laughs> well, JT doesn't want to accept it. Yeah. I don't. I don't accept it. Second of all, I want to know why fifty percent of Hawthorne Heights is hanging out at Payless. Hey, hey man. You, hey, you walk by at the mall. Please. Buy a listen here listen here i would listen here <laughs> it's tough i, I would i would never buy store brand cheese <laughs> do you know what i do at the grocery and it's probably the same at payless i look at that wall and i go that's on sale that's coming with me <laughs> done except for butter a couple things i don't i don't <laughs> but if you have good butter you can buy the fake cheese you're gonna be fine you got the good butter i don't I, buy I, I don't buy shoes anymore they're free I will say, <laughs> at Payless, all of the all of the vans suck. You can go get Chuck Taylors; they're normal Chuck Taylors. I'll go get those there. So JT but, wears Payless shoes, is what you're saying? JT wears Chucks. Does he? Are well, you he, sure? Are you guys sure about this? I'm, they have, I'm po- they have I, brand shoes. Yes. In and Payless, I, when did they I, start carrying branded I, shoes? Fuck, I don't know. My son's 19. When we started going to the mall when he was six, yeah, I was I've getting only seen vans at the mall. There. Yeah, it's always at the mall. But ooh, Mark, remember my remember my. I'm airwalk? still not buying Snow it. Bo- hey, let's talk before about the, air- before the podcast. We had a convo. We're like, let's pump JT. About <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go to the mall tomorrow on my way to work. I'm gonna go snap some photos. 
I'm going to prove your ass wrong. Dude, it'd be so awesome <laughs> if, I, if I figure out a way to uh, record my phone conversation. I'll be like, hi. They're like, welcome to Payless. Uh, how can I help you? And I go, hi, do you have Vans, Chuck Taylors? Or and I could just slide, I could get them all there. Adidas, Nike, Jordan. Do, do they have Adidas? Yeah. But, oh, but they're, dude. But they're I'm going all, to Payless. But they're all like, you're never going to find NMDs at Payless. You're going to find. Well, I don't like, know what that is. So I won't be looking for them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the. I feel like one pair that you had like years ago, I'm like, oh, that's the kind of shoe they would have at Payless. No Fuck cut yeah. on you. I love that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. They're like 40 bucks. Who gets I, told you, I told you I want a Gucci shirt with an H in it. That's right. I'm good with the Payless. <laughs> like I'm good. good now, now, I will say I have not been to the mall since quarantine started. Same. So Maybe, they might have cleared out all the, cleared out all the vans. No, I don't know. No, people are saying Payless are closed down. No, they uh, maybe. No, they're going to going to change the name of the store to pay even less. <laughs> what what if they, what if they all close down and we'll never be able to get to the bottom of this to show JT that there's vans that pay? I'm, I think I'm being punked. I think I'm being trolled. <laughs> I think where's, the, where's I Ashton? Think, I think the internet might be able to solve this. Sure. I had a um, I bought a pair of Airwalk snow boots at a Payless once. <laughs> Portsmouth, Portsmouth, Ohio. And a kid that looked about eight years old was smoking a cigarette right in front of it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Poppy probably sold it to him. Well, I'll yeah. give you I'll give you my I can give you my entire skateboarding career in about three sentences. Let's maybe go. a little more. So I got a Nash. It was a plastic a plastic Nash. plastic trucks. I got it because I wanted to be a skateboarder. I never used it. So then later on, I wanted to be a real skateboarder. So there's only one thing a real skateboarder must have, and that is a real skateboard. So right. I bought a, well, my parents bought it. I was young. I got a Zoo York board that was like red. It was like maroon. It was so sick. Got it. I think it was from CCS. Uh, I would try to ride it in the backyard. We had like a basketball, like poured concrete in the backyard. So I'd try to ride it on that, and I would like try to work up the the guts to do an ollie never could get there so i would take my skateboard to the grass and do like gnarly ollies in the grass (laughs) but then i could never i've literally never done an ollie while rolling ever really this day never could never never get yep could never get the guts to try it so then i would like carry it around town like maybe ride on the street for a second terrified probably riding mongo and then my our my parents' garage was open one day, and my best friend from high school stole the skateboard. Oh man! Told me he did not, and then best I saw him. Best friend, my ass. And then I yeah. saw him riding hey. the. I saw him riding the skateboard, and I was like, "Oh shit! You did steal it. That's the skateboard." And he goes, "No, I bought this one." And that was it. That's my entire career. Friendship over. Yeah, that's my entire skateboarding career. But he somehow, intru- he but introduced somehow we ended up to, in a band together. So, yeah. I saw your skateboard. Nice. <laughs> nice. You should stand up when it reopens. Oh, dude. I, I'm on. That was good. That was good. <laughs> but uh, that's my entire skateboarding career wrapped up into uh, that. That's Mark, it. Uh, Mark. Holly's in the grass. Matt, you mentioned your first board. What was your first board, Mark? And where did you get it? I already like told first, you. First, first re- <laughs> no, no, your first real board though, right? What was your first? Not like- BP. That's yeah, not okay. your first real board. Uh, it was, do you, do you remember? I, I believe it was GNS that did it. They made like minis. It was like, and it wasn't when like later when street skating was cool and it was like, boards got smaller. This was like a miniature, like a slightly smaller version of like, like a. Like a 28 inch instead of a 30. Yeah, inch. it looked like, this was when like, 
they were like the fishtail looking skateboards and stuff, but it was like a smaller version. And it, hmm. I believe it was a GNS. Okay. I got that. It was a little I smaller. Had, I had the Christian Hosoi Hammerhead. Nice. And I also got it from CCS, the best goddamn place in the world. I never I got, got anything. I always went to I the got those catalog. I got those catalogs for probably 10 years. I, I got one recently. <laughs> like, like not maybe not this year but last year because i ordered something and they sent a catalog again they okay. still send i was catalogs. like do you do you notify ccs when you move <laughs> no I, I definitely had bought something hi uh, is this ccs i just want to let you know i'm moving so I'm hey, like my catalog being <laughs> i've i've been getting these for 30 years keep them coming <laughs> hey uh, do you i just want to let you know that i'm moving and i just had a quick question do you guys uh, price match pay <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, Poppy. When I mean you might still have it, but do you still do you still wear the CCS jacket you have? Oh, it's in my basement. I was looking at it last night, Dude, just thinking about this. Every time you wear that, there is like a there's like a glow that comes like a good aura over my body, just seeing the letters CCS. Because it was like I never bought anything ever from there, but it was like CCS and East Bay. I would never buy anything from either of them. But mm -hmm. they were magazines to me when mm -hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. I'm like, oh my it's god, like, I got I got mail. Like, new stuff, to, new stuff to look at. Fuck yeah, yeah I got mail today. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm like a I real adult. Pre-internet pre youth. This is what's what what's really <laughs> crazy is Saturday or Sunday, um, one of my friends just did an interview with CCS, and I was like, oh, this is, must be a podcast. And I went to the website, and I found out it's just a blog that they do. Like it's just a site on their a section on their website, but. The CCS website's pretty badass. It's, it's pretty good. And they were doing, uh, they do these things where they like test shoes and they'll do like a hundred kickflips in a pair of shoes and like test the wear <laughs> on them and like test their pants and all this stuff. What about uh, that guy whose job is, I got to do a hundred kickflips today in these shoes, test them yeah, out. <laughs> it was really, it was a good video. And it's like this dude, I'm like, this is the guy that's going to do the kickflips. Like he doesn't look like a, he looks like he can't skate and he like, He's, he can do it. So do you, do you know what I think is really cool about skateboarding? And I think it's the only thing that it's the only thing in the world where the, maybe it's not acceptable anymore. I don't know. But when you were a kid and you were, say you're like 12 years old where they're like 32 year old skateboarders and it was like just fine for you to be there. And they were like showing you stuff or, yeah. or threatening to beat you up or something. It was just like, it's a weird spot where age literally doesn't exist. It, it, it still doesn't. The only thing that it's pretty makes cool. It, that makes it exist now like when marley was younger and i was obviously the dad with my with my kid at the skate park because i'm not good anymore not that i ever really was but i'm really not good anymore so like oh cool it's like a dad skating with his kid now my son's an adult so he doesn't look like my son <laughs> now i'm just the old dude that hangs, around. Out, with, that hangs out with this kid I'm actually not even hanging out with him. I'm just hanging out by myself. So I'm just an old dude skating around who sucks. Right, right, right. right. So the young kid, I love this it. Out. But I the think it's like I think it's like one of those like classic things of like the older generation passing down the knowledge. Like I feel course. like it's like yeah. I feel like it's like the last the last stand of that kind of thing. Yeah, that's elder statesman. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, and, and, and if I yeah. was just a tiny, if I skated like harder for like a whole year, I would I would get a little bit better again. I could go hang out with like any kid at the skate park. Like, oh, how are you? Almost fifty. Oh my god, he still skates. Like, I would be cool if I was like a part of the group, but I'm purposefully not. Well, that's what was cool. Uh, what was it, Santa Monica? Where is that place? Where's like the skate bowl? 
We went. That was in Venice. 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 Okay, mm. Venice Beach. Uh, yeah. It was like you had this like thing. Now, granted, that's the best skateboarding I've probably ever seen in my life. Um, yeah. But like, it's cool because people are. You're like, oh my god, that guy's like seventy, and then you look over to his left, you're like, oh my god, that's crazy. That kid's like six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is pretty sweet. And then there's like a <laughs> bunch of people in the middle. But it is kind of cool that that is like. If you're a 70 year old skateboarder, you're a you don't give a fuck, <laughs> which is so impressive. Like everybody else is golfing and you're the skateboarder, that's badass. Like there's no way to not be badass. I realized I went to Louisville last, like two weeks ago, and skated with Marley. And I skated like the vert bowls, like I skated everything there. And I'll never stop skating, even if I suck. Like I'm still going to like, go do like the 10 tricks I can do and like carve bowls and like get super sore. So I hope that I'm 70 still pushing around. Yeah. I love damn I it. When we were like, uh, when the quarantine just started, I would still go walk the dog at the park and there's mm-hmm. a skate park right by it. And it says like closed due to COVID and all this stuff. And it would just be full of people. And there's like something like that. I just think is totally badass about the skateboarder still like, nah, we're good. We're going to jump the fence. Like you can lock it if you want, but I, there's part of me that's just like, Oh, that's like touching. Like, it's like cool to see like, now nah, we're going to take our shirts off skateboard and drink Mountain Dew. Yeah. You do you, I'll do me. And this is what I'm doing. I kind of yeah. like that. Hey, I think that I've unlocked the, the, uh, the flavor of the limoncello. Well, the application of the limoncello, limoncello. Uh, I think it's a, it might be the perfect after dinner drink because it gives you that dessert feel mm-hmm. with no calories whatsoever. You get a little bit of that vanilla and you're like, man, that's damn nice. Uh, but I can't imagine drinking this when I'm like extremely thirsty. It's not a refreshing thing, you know, like the key lime and stuff like that's pretty refreshing when you drink it when it's ice ass cold. This is like, this is an after dinner dessert. You know the bummer about limoncello to me, maybe you're at better taste buds than me because you didn't smoke. But uh, the limoncello, the first drink, I'm like, God, that's so good. And then the second drink on is like, that's fucking sparkling water. Like it it loses its magic, which I like. I still like that. I like sparkling water, but. Are you talking about uh, limoncello is the uh, the freaking fruit stripes gum? <laughs> yes, yes. But the, 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 vanilla, the vanilla in it is like a nasal vanilla. The summer of 2004 was a very special time for us. We met at a Knights of Columbus rental hall for the first time while in local bands on Burkhart Road. The coffee itself has a nice base foundation of solid Honduras coffee notes with the essence of the strawberry taffy we would eat in the parking lot in between bands. We will remember that summer and those shows for the rest of our lives. Burkhart is designed as your morning eye-opener with the thought of starting your day remembering the mistakes you made while you were young. Roasted weekly shipped weekly always fresh drink up burkhart coffee good to the last teardrop only available at hawthorneheightsstore.com
How about 1980s versus 1990s versus now? Poppy's going to be the only one that, that can talk about now because he's, A, he's still skating, but B, he, he's went to modern skate parks with his kid. So yeah. he's been able to see it from the 80s. To me, that's like the Tony Hawk golden era, with, but every every single person is wearing those big ass knee pads and big ass elbow pads. Uh, and then like Mellon. Like Mark in that picture, yes. Yep. And it it seemed uh, there he is. <laughs> I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do the same pose. He's got wrist guards on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He is ready. He's Dude. ready. That's in Daytona Beach, Florida, and they would not let you in the park unless you rented all those pads. <laughs> is that is that Kona? No, that's a place called Stonehenge, my friend. Oh, oh shit! Whoa. Oh shit! I totally remember that. Fuck. That park was rad. We would we would go there on vacation. We'd go about every other year, and I would not. I would go to the beach maybe one day of it, and then the rest of the week I would just go to the skate park all day. That's fucking awesome. You skated Stonehenge. It's impressive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Final tap was there. They were playing. It was cool. <laughs> you can what's ollie that Stonehenge. Well, what's crazy is like back in my day that uh, <laughs> I had to go to Florida to go to a skate park. <laughs> now they're everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you, uh, what do you, this is, okay, now I'll stay on JT's 80s versus 90s. I was going to ask about the movie Brink. So, what's that? Huh? What is that? when everybody thought rollerblading was cool <laughs> no <laughs> and and like everything uh skateboard uh, videos were playing punk music and brink was on the disney channel so that should give you exactly the difference between skateboarding and rollerblading yeah so uh, <laughs> i don't know what mark what do you what do you think the differences really are because i mean, I you, mean were, back, you were around. back then it was all like it was all like vert and pool skating and like the eighties. I mean that, yeah. that back then and everybody had like crazy hair and it was all about, you know, shredding. And then the nineties, it was all about like street, street skating became a thing. And it was a little less of just like, like the eighties was all about how big could you go? Like how high could you do the tricks on the biggest ramp and the biggest, the highest tricks and, and then the '90s is when street skating started becoming a thing, um, and even and then ramp still it was more like technical tricks and flipping mm -hmm. your board and doing all that. And then the the '90s I think it got a little more like uh, like fashionable in a different way, like a little more cleaner cut, you know. And then I don't I don't even know what's going on now, but w when I do watch videos and stuff online or like every now and then Poppy will send me we'll, we'll send videos or something. Of, something we see just like whoa this is what kids are doing now this is crazy um and it seems like it's kind of in the middle it's like technical stuff from what i can tell but like people are doing like technical stuff down massive amounts of stairs like that's like, like daredevil the, daredevil stuff like from the 80s but now they're doing it like flip tricks and stuff that's exactly what i was going to say it's like yeah in the 80s it was like okay can you do a 10 foot air cool uh in the 90s okay can you do like a flip into a grind flip out of it okay cool now they do that Tech. on yeah. a handrail like they yeah. they they flip into a handrail trick grind and then flip out of it going like 30 miles an hour it's fucking insane skateboarding now like fashion wise i think 
skateboarding fashion now is pretty like come as you are like in the 80s it was very neon it's very like um if you you look like a skater and you stood you stood out in the 90s airwalk. Yeah. yeah airwalk exactly there's a lot of zinc a lot of like a lot of bright colors in yeah. the 90s it was like how big are your pants how little how, are your wheels how little are your wheels now it's like <laughs> now it looks like anybody from some punk ass kid to like a jock who's who would kick your ass five years ago for riding a skateboard that's the skateboarder now like there's no there's no dress code anymore yeah except for like, do it well kind of i mean there is a dress code but it's real casual oh it's, it's such I it's I cool. never understood the really baggy pants with skateboarding. Wouldn't they like hit each other, like rub together when you're going? We didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, it, I mean, I get you know, it. You got a pocket for drugs, but outside of that, it just doesn't seem very skateboardy, you know. Well, here's the thing: there was there was a period of time that if your if your pants didn't cover your shoes, oh yeah, you were not cool. Oh yeah. So <laughs> they had to be. They were fucking jinkos before jinkos. That's what it comes down to. We were just trendsetters. You know my favorite thing? I can't, and I did this. I had these really baggy pants. I forget what, they were not Jinkos, but they were something else. I had an eight ball in the back pocket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they're like, they're always like way too baggy and way too long. So the more you walk, you would just like ruin the back of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And somehow that became a look. That is the shittiest look in the world. And to then, ruin your clothes and that's the style. And then, and then what? But they're making clothes happened. that ruin themselves and you got to buy more. That's right. And then here's what, here's what they did after that was like, you started cutting off into high waters. So there was a period of time where baggy ass <laughs> high waters were hot as shit. And if you didn't yeah. have them, you didn't like, because I feel like in the eighties and nineties skating was way more clicky and like, oh, yeah. like if you didn't look cool or you couldn't skate really well, mother they would fucking like just like you can't skate with us yeah if you look like shit you better be real good really good now because like okay like i got my car vandalized destroyed pissed on (laughs) pissed in because i rode a fucking skateboard like the amount of times i heard do an ollie f word in my town, I would be fucking rich. Actually, I would I'd probably have like two hundred dollars. Yeah. But that's still same. But like, but like now, every kid is skateboarding so accepted. Yeah, it's just like, like regular. It's yeah. exactly it's, like it's like X games. Point, it's, X yeah. games made it popular. That and Tony Hawk. Mainstream. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Good on. So like, so yeah, it really doesn't. I feel like now it's kind of like there's still posers. There's definitely posers, mm-hmm. but I feel like people are a little bit more like lenient on like, Oh, that kid doesn't look cool, but he's like trying to skate. Who gives a shit? He's here skating. Just stay out of my fucking way, kid. Right. <laughs> Jenna in the chat's talking about wallet chains. Were, were wallet chains skateboarding? Fuck yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Cause yeah. I had one, but I didn't skateboard. So I was just like a, uh, you were just punk. Yeah. I was just being a punk as anyone has anyone ever had their wallet? You're walking down the street and your wallet just flies out of the back of your pants. No, oh, yeah, like, like with, butter, <laughs> with yeah, butterfly like, wings on it. It just <laughs> flies straight out. I, I never had that happen, but it might be because I grew up with a wallet chain. <laughs> your, your, your wallet was being conditioned to yeah. stay in. Yeah, but I've always put like weights in my wallet just in case it wants to ever fly out. I also <laughs> feel like 
it, it was more of a punk thing, but every skateboarder I knew was punk. Right, like, right. Yeah. They went they went hand in hand in the nineties. Well now you have hip hop skateboarders. Oh which is, you did yeah. you which did mostly then, probably Yeah, it's more it's definitely more that than punks. Yeah. In the nineties, it was probably like seventy five percent punk, twenty five percent hip hop. Now it's ninety ten maybe. Right, right. That's about what I would guess. Like, hip hop and like that whole world just it was an influence on each other for yeah. sure. Word. But yeah, the chain wallets were definitely a punk thing. That it just seems so. I feel like it, if you're trying to ollie, you wouldn't want to add the weight. You wouldn't want nah, the baggy jeans. Like, what? nah, man, you, you got to have that protection. <laughs> yeah. It seems like something you would fall on and just have a chain bruised that, hip. That sucks. Yeah. Especially, especially if you're like me, I'm goofy footed. So that means my right side is going to like, when I slam, I'm hitting my right side. Right on that wallet right chain. Right on that Horrible. chain. Horrible idea. But not into it. But you still got your wallet. Still got your wallet. That's right. In case you need to buy a snack. And if you ever get chased, you you got a chain to like. Yeah, there you go. Fight with. I guess. Wrap it around your knuckles and go to town. I've only been in one fight in my life. I did not use my chain wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have one on though? Uh, Were you clanking around in a fight? (laughs) I don't remember. I don't remember. I wasn't. I was an adult. I was. I was in a bad place. I. I. I probably didn't even have a wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I pro- Just a chain. <laughs> Just For a women. chain. You. You hole punched a debit card and put a chain on it. <laughs> when weren't you in a bad spot? I'll tell no, you. You, you hole punched a phone card. That's what you uh, did. I never had a phone card. I never did. I never did the dialers. I never did the phone cards. <laughs> a, a, wallet, a wallet chain with no wallet is perfect. <laughs> God, that's perfect. That, that's the best. That's why we keep you around. Hey, hey, real quick, uh, Crystal McGuire just donated some money to the PayPal, so hopefully hey, she can help get Poppy hey. a wallet. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. Crystal. That's a little Thanks. chain wallet money. I got thank one you, here. So it's free. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. She, we'll, uh, we'll put it on. We'll put it on Poppy's calling card. That'll be easy. <laughs> she donated six six six. Nice. The, that's the number of them is. That's the number that of the feast. That is it. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Marley, my son Marley. For you, those that you don't know, uh, he's nineteen. He came down with a chain wallet about a year ago, and I'm like, "What the oh. fuck is going on?" Oh, it's back. Oh, it's everything. Everything from my from our childhood's back. He's got a Tommy shirt. Fucking oh, wallet oh, chain, yeah. got it all. Back. A ble- bleached hair. Yep, exactly. Uh, everybody's jeans are ripped, and I'm like, please tell me you didn't buy them like that. Please tell me you did it yourself. <laughs> now they came like this. Bullshit, you poser. Cut them up yourself. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Everybody now is like, all the young people are trying to look like the movie Kids, and when yeah. we all saw Kids, we we're like, whoa, that is. Exactly. I am not going. I'm not doing that. Now I watched kids like three weeks ago. That was fucking amazing. I love that yeah. movie so much. Her- and, and and there's a skater. Well, there's a real skater, Harold Hunter. I don't remember if he was a pro or not, but he is a fucking good skateboarder. He's so good. All right, next on the list, skate punk bands. Let's skate name skate punk. The I'm Vandals. <laughs> no. Yeah, the Amoeba. Vandals are a skate punk. Oh, Amoeba. <laughs> I've got a story about that song. Who was that? That was Adolescence. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Adolescence. When I was growing up, Amoeba, that song was on Tony Hawk video game. Yes, it was. And I always thought they were saying Tony Hawk. 
until Tony Hawk. Hawk. Yep. Until we <laughs> until we did Warp Tour, and we played next to them, and I was like, "Holy shit!" That they were song so is nice, Amoeba. And that's when I I literally for twenty five years thought they were saying Tony Hawk. I never knew until today what they were saying until just now. <laughs> really? Well, that's better than thinking they were singing Tony Hawk. I, I thought so they stupid. were saying. I don't. I thought they were just saying. Oh, no, no. You know, like not not a word, just just like a whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah just just a Tony a whoa, whoa, whoa. Hawk. But that's like somebody being like LeBron James, LeBron James. Like nobody would ever do that ever. Maybe. So skate punk fans go favorites not the the vandals you're really counting no them? no i just popped them in as just the first that just, just popped just in my head a band that popped in your head i mean i kind of they, to me they're they're part of that skate punk scene right uh, i mean skaters that i knew listen to them yeah or well wore the shirts i don't know if so, they listen to them so if we're to me a skate band would be like anything on sst black flag circle jerks like fast, fast punk rock was like a skate it, band. Now I we're think talking. It kind, of, it kind of evolved into like Fat Rex stuff, right? It definitely yeah. did. Like the Fat Rex stuff and skateboarding were like, yeah, they were like, and like, like Pennywise, too, right? And Penny, like Pennywise, Pennywise, Pennywise skate fuck yeah, Pennywise skate, Pennywise is skate punk. Yes. The, yeah. the chat screaming rancid. Yes. That. No. So... I, I consider that. I consider that skate punk. No. If, no. if you picture a, if well, if you picture, apparently you've never been to pay less or bought cheap sheet cheese. So <laughs> you just, you cheap, just cheap, picture, cheap. you picture King Louie and Marie Antoinette or something. But when I picture I, skateboarders, I literally picture rancid. That they, really? Yeah. Just because the. Nah. The fucking nah, things, the spikes. The, okay. I, I only picture no effects, uh, strung out, lag wagon. I no couldn't use. pick out strung out in a lineup of four people that are in strung out. That's I true. would have no idea what they look like. No clue. Matt, I'm going to double down on your rancid because to me, Operation Ivy's a skate punk band. Fuck yeah. Only yeah. because they were in every skateboard video. They were in all those videos. Yeah. yeah. So like that to me is a skate band, like a skate punk band. If the, if the. Okay. How do you, yeah. Is that, that's how you get to skate punk is video, the videos. Kind that's, of like, yeah. okay, that makes if, sense. if it's like, if it's like, if either the, the team that made the video or the skater was like, like dinosaur junior is a skate band to me because alien workshop had them in every video. And so that kind of became a thing where Dinosaur Jr. That yeah. I found out about them through skateboarding. Mm, See, that's interesting because I consider them like a indie rock maybe band. Sure, now, but you connect that, them to skateboarding, and I connect them to not that. You know? Now, if we're talking skate punk beat, that's a different story, and that's Fat Records, right? Because that Pennywise. is Pennywise and Penny Pennywise. Is How's that Pennywise song go? To Tony Hawk. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a. Give us the rundown. I'll give you the uh, as of Wikipedia. Top okay. five skateboard <laughs> Always. skate bands being played in Portland right now. Skate punk, <laughs> also known as skatecore and skate rock, is a skater subculture and genre of punk rock music. Skate rock is so not counterculture. <laughs> not 1970s and early 80s punk bands like the Buzzcocks, Descendants, Adolescents, Black Flag, and Circle Jerks all paved the way for skate punk. Skate punk was pioneered in the 80s by bands such as Big Boys, Suicidal Tendencies, yes. and JFA. But 
in the 90s, skate punk changed into more of a melodic <laughs> punk rock genre of it, with bands like No Effects, Lagwagon, Pennywise, Face to Face, and No Use for a Name. Skate punk broke into the mainstream during the 90s with bands such as The Offspring and Blink-182. So I would say we're all kind of right. Like, it's just but, what, what era are you talking about? Sure, but it says it's basically known for high energy and fast tempos. And that's where, like, Rancid loses me. What? I don't think that that's high energy and fast tempos. Huh? They just sound like a rock band to me. Destination! Like, no, you don't you think that's Tony, slow? Tony, 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 Tony. You ever been to a Dude. Rancid show? You fucking grow a mohawk at that thing. You need to <laughs> listen. Energy. You need to listen to Strung Out comparatively. Oh my God, That's Strung, like out, strung meth Out so fast. Methamphetamines on every instrument <laughs> instead, except for the vocals. They just That's, can't, they, Strung Out just can't sing to me. JT's going to get raised and beat our when, ass. When you said, <laughs> yeah. hey, Lars, I like skunks, all right? <laughs> When you said in the 80s there was big boys, I wanted you so bad to say Frishes. in the 90s they changed their name to Frisch. <laughs> I like their old shit better. <laughs> I, like any- their, I like their old shit. Back in the day, that little guy with the hamburger had a mohawk. Does anybody know what JFA stands for? Just for uh, assholes? Nope. Mark, <laughs> you, do you know? It's not ringing a bell, bro. Jody Foster's Army. Wait, what? Nope. Jody Foster's Army. That's weird. That's what their band was. I bet if they were from Dayton, they'd play at the Knights of Columbus on Burkhart. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I want a coffee. (laughs) Shake it. Shake it, don't break it. I'm going to sniff it. I I am going to be up for two more hours. I I am going to pot of coffee. I am going to say, and this is not. This kind of goes into like viewing a video. The Red Hot Chili Peppers to me were a skate rock band because they were in thrashing. But this is really old Chili Peppers when they were like more of a thrash band, <clears throat> not so much a funk top 40 band. But I can give you a rule though. Now I've been called out on my rant and take, but I'm going to say the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you're not allowed to be a skate punk band if you have ever covered Stevie Wonder. No way. <laughs> Probably. You can't. That's just a rule. There is no way you can you can do that. And like more I said, of a skate rap band. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we are talking like I mean that was '86, so this is back when Flea was wearing animal pants, just oh, yeah. animal pants. Is uh, speaking of the rat, is the rat fink skate culture? Rat fink? Uh, that's like that's a hot rod culture, right? Yeah, that's hot rod. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's hot rods. <laughs> Is hot rod culture? That is. That's it. Uh, it's called. It's rock no, I, in our world. No, yeah, uh, rock. Well, that's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Hot rod culture. Well, the, the guy is a, a tattoo artist that created it, but <laughs> hot that's rod not pigeonhole. That's not pigeonhole. Hey man, hot rods <laughs> are cool. <laughs> rockabilly. I fucking hate rockabilly. Me too. God, it's my, least, my it. least favorite genre by far. My least favorite's something a little more. Uh, European, but you know, <laughs> give or take. What? What? I said my least, my, I said said my least ba- favorite. I said, ba- I said a bad joke. You said European. I said who's a pian? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. Well, I've got I've got a little test right here. This is 
Okay, so we're gonna put this picture up again. Uh -huh. Look at you that guys, handsome devil. Look at Tony, that. That's a Tony Hawk shirt. Look at that face and tell me that you don't see a striking resemblance with this face. Nah. That's bad. Look at maybe, that hot, hot rod culture. Look how maybe long. That, huh? Maybe maybe skin tone, but I'm look definitely how, wearing more pads. Look how long his <laughs> pinky is, dude. That's Whoa, is he, is he doing the thing? Oh, he's just got flies all over him. He's got balls as a head, and he's got the longest pinky I've ever seen. No, the, he's got crazy ears, man. Those aren't, those aren't balls. <laughs> balls. Either way, it creeps, either way, that picture creeps me out, and I hate that I went uh, Okay, let me tell you a little side story about that. What you got? Hot Rod Magazine. It exists. <laughs> <laughs> I still have two of them, and they have iron-on transfers in them of that design. Whoa. Whoa. They are fucking sick. They're That's so cool. That's awesome. Put them I on something. I don't know what year it's from, but I'm, hell no. I'm not taking Why? them off. Why? I don't know. I, I kind of want to keep it in the magazine. It's kind of like when you get a Flexi 7-inch in a magazine. Sometimes I just want to leave it in there. I'm like, I don't want to take this out. I don't want to, like, ruin it. What are you going to do, resell it? <laughs> nah. You gonna put it next to a flip phone? Just look at it. <laughs> I mean, the the hoarder in me just can't can't part with it. I gotcha. I will have to find that. I have to see if I can find out where the hell that hey. those two issues are. Ke Kevin on the chat says that the rat fink looks like Chuck E. Cheese on meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be spelled Chuck E. Like Cheese it. with like a million E's and definitely a Z. Z. Hey, should should my first tattoo? I've been thinking about finally getting one. Should it be the rat fink? <laughs> Wearing wearing elbow pads and knee pads. <laughs> I wish I wish you would get the rat fink skateboarding and say, see, it is a skateboard thing. <laughs> That'd be the best. I wish you would get I wish you would get Abraham Lincoln wearing an Orange County chopper shirt. <laughs> yes. Can this be uh, yeah. can this be a new podcast segment? What should my first tattoo be? Yes. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, we band fun one. One time oh dude, we do wow. that and we say Whatever oh boy, we get, I'm out. What, whatever we get on the PayPal goes to Mark's first tattoo, hoping that nobody donates, so we get you the shittiest tattoo ever. Because it's like four dollars. No. I mean, it's a hundred dollars. We can hit up Robbie. Minimum. We can go to Robbie and be like, "We got eight bucks, dude." <laughs> like, no, he can't. I told even you, my first, my first one's gonna be nautical stars. Do it on your hips, on your hip bones. Yeah, do it. Or maybe, maybe two cherries up here. Couple of cherries, nautical stars, and something very hot rodish on my back. Yeah, maybe yeah. like a rat, maybe a rat fink. Maybe. Uh -huh. By the way, I'm about due for my uh, my bi bi yearly Andy Saunders phone call. He should be <laughs> calling was, any day. That could be its own little podcast episode, actually. Oh my god! Let's get him on. Oh my god. That, I'll take the week off. Get Andy Saunders on. Do you they have? have do they have Wi-Fi in the woods? No, but no, they don't. They use their cell phone. I'm not joking. But 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 he'll just call you and you just record it. It'll be a great time. Everybody will love it. I'll be like Andy. I'm gonna hang up on you. I'm gonna send you a link. Just click it, and we're gonna do that call via that. Yep. That'd be fucking. What what he did say it was he he didn't call me. He texted me and said, "Hey, I just listened to the podcast. You guys are losers." and your morons <laughs> specifically tell Matt that because Why? he oh, said because, he said because you guys look at COVID from such the wrong angle and I have to see it every single day. He's basically talking clinical how people who don't really have he's any a, 
any knowledge of it. Yeah, he, he he's a nurse. He works at a hospital. He's like, everybody's coming in here. They all ask us these dumb questions. And we're so, like, dude, just get out of here. So me saying I'm a fucking idiot, so I'm going to wear a mask to be safe is actually dumb. I'm, I'm yes. telling you I'm, I'm telling you I'm an idiot. There's yes. no way that's stupid. I'm telling you I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm telling you I don't know the science. So I'm wearing it to fucking just because. So that's it. I don't think I'm wrong because I'm admitting I don't know shit about it. Well, he does know shit about it. And he's, jo- he's joking at how we were approaching like our shows and what we were worried about and what people should be doing, like the protocol and everything. He's like, dude, you guys aren't going to catch it anywhere from any of that sort of shit. I see these people on a daily basis. Where are they getting it? Where's he? Where's and tell him to move to Washington DC and let some, let somebody know. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, Andy, Andy definitely works with the CDC. (laughs) Oh shit. Well, how are they catching it? Let's fucking spread the good word. Who knows? What do you what do you do to not get it? Let's get this information. You skateboard. Yeah. Let's get back on top. Don't skateboard <laughs> and then lick your skateboard. Uh, Mark, are you still do you still skateboard? When's the last time you get on that skateboard? Man, if every now and then I t- I have a little cruiser board and I have a long board. And every now and then some of my pals, uh JT or Chris Papadak will go cruising with me on tour. But I don't. I don't do much of the tricks these days anymore. I forgot we skated in. Uh, was that Wichita? Me, you, and JT went skating around town before the show. Was yeah. that Wichita? Wichita. At the wave. We were at the wave. Is a is a windstorm that night. My my problem is, is if I try to actually skate skate on a real board, it I get comfortable within an hour of just cruising around, and then I get stupid about it, and I decide I want to try to do tricks and my. My brain, my body gets slightly comfortable when my brain starts thinking I can try to do things that I did when I used to skate all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I get hurt real easily. Yeah. I so. can't believe you guys skate on tour. I, <laughs> I don't skate. You are one fall away from having the most miserable week of your life. I mean, I, last, think, I think about that all the time, but I still, I don't care. Well, I do, but I, I actually, The last time I actually went for it and skated was with you probably 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, it was right before a story changes tour, and you you were like, "Hey, there's a spot by my house uh, where they some guys like paved an area and made like the secret spot. Let's go skate it." We went and skated it. I skated about an hour, got real comfortable. Decided I was going to try to do a little trick over the the lip, and that's the reason why the right arm doesn't go straight as the left arm anymore <laughs> to this day. You this played. I don't think I don't think you broke it, but you had to play in a sling. No, but it just kind of they told me to like keep it keep the weight off it. So my dumbass thought, oh well, still go on tour, it's cool. So I I was like, I'm lucky it's my picking in. So I did a whole tour with this and a sling and just picking. Next time, (laughs) hey, next time you guys go skateboarding, you guys are gonna say, hey, do you want to go with us? I'll be like, no, I'm just gonna juggle knives. Cool. Uh, like that bus driver we had in Europe. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit there. <laughs> That's hey, a Fred. That's Mark, a Fred uh, reference. Mark, yeah. on that after you after you hurt your arm, was the first show on that tour Houghton? Yep. So we so our first show on that no, tour I was, think it, was it was no it was a it was a Nate Duro show and then okay. it was Houghton. 
Okay, so it we wasn't played, a really long thing. It was like a week tour, but yeah. the first two days were like drives, and then we went. But there, but. but we played a skate park after right after yep. you just hurt yourself skateboarding, which yep. was great. Yep. Um, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add something outside of our show notes. Favorite skate park show you've ever played? Woodward. <laughs> okay. Woodward. Woodward where for where sure. was that? Pennsylvania. Okay. That's that's when I learned that uh, if this band thing doesn't work out, I'm gonna go pro playing volleyball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is definitely where you found that out. Were Smoked you, all your asses. You're a regular Gabriel. You're a Gabriel Reese of Hawthorne Heights for sure. It's true. <laughs> I don't remember true. that. Wait, was I? I was I with you guys? I don't know. Because you you weren't because it's unforgettable what Mark did. Yeah, like I I went with store. <laughs> I went with story twice. Like story played two times at Woodward, and yeah. I don't think I went with I don't think I went with you guys. No, nah. I we wasn't were there the for a, I think a day off and then a show day. Okay. Maybe. So and the, what happened? And the day off we went for it. Uh, we just played a little competitive volleyball, and I found my true calling. Mark Mark was <laughs> like there were times where Mark was it was out of bounds. He'd be an idiot to go get it. And Mark and he is like, gliding. And Mark like <laughs> dives and like flicks the ball with one finger and it goes straight over the I mean it was unbelievable. It would land perfectly in a spot where no one could get <laughs> yeah, on the other it side. Was I was I was definitely not there for that. At one point it was like the entire band versus me. And I like I don't even know what a shutout's called in volleyball, but it was that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like playing against a the computer. It was like playing against <laughs> against the gracefulness of a pegasus <laughs> with the aggressiveness of an octopus's eight arms <laughs> you couldn't like, get one you couldn't get one past him he was Damn. diving he was diving well, like diving behind him and hitting it over and we're like dude what is happening <laughs> fuck man mark let's go next episode volleyball let's get let's, let's get let's get you down to <laughs> center only only time let's, i've ever played in my whole life really yeah, true story. Man, let's born, go to Setters. Hey, he was born with it. He was born with it. Born with Because if, if we go to Setters, then I could ruin, like right now I've, I'm one for one. <laughs> That's <Correct>. true. <laughs> JT, that. JT yeah. fa- favorite skate park show of all time? Uh, I would have to say probably the one that Paul Menetiotis quit at. <laughs> Is that, was that Cookville? <laughs> uh. I don't know when did when did Paul quit Punchline because they kept playing skate parks. Yeah. Which time? <laughs> that was uh, why he quit. He goes, I can't play another skate park. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember the Cookville Tennessee show when we finished? Yeah, we, uh, we've got to get, We have to get the fuck out of here. That's <laughs> when so we're just like, this is not. This is not it. One hundred percent. It's a weird show. I don't remember when it was, but I think it was in the Hawthorne Heights Dark Ages. I'm pretty sure. About September 2011, probably, if I had to guess. <laughs> uh, 2010, 11, 12. Jenna says it was in a skate park. It was a laser tag arena. Well, we definitely played a skate park in Cookville. I know we did. Yeah. We definitely She's, Is she talking about Cookville? I don't know. I don't know. It says laser tag arena. I want to play that now. I remember I got some playing... Fun- what if they open what if they open up laser tag arenas before venues and all venues all laser tag arenas become venues? I'm into it. And then we I just we all music is played at laser tag. That'd be so sick. 
I I remember playing a laser tag place. I don't know where it was. You're talking about I, playing a Trog. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, I I just realized I've played a lot of skate parks over the years, and I've played on a lot of decks of ramps, and that's pretty sweet. Jen is saying yes, Planet Trog. Cool. Hell yes, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. She goes, Planet Trog, that was us. That's the best. But what if we only played laser tag places and that brought back black light shirts? This I, is hate, I hate black lights. I just not... watched the episode of Friends where Ross gets his teeth whitened in the black light. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Let's play um, laser tag, dude. That sounds awesome. Man. Laser tag. All right. Uh, JT, the next thing. Do you still skate? I don't. JT does. I think J- you do. At Longboard. Yeah. Yeah. But that's skating. Yeah. Yeah, but I ain't trying to get air. Nah, but I'm just trying to cruise, I'm, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to cruise life and mm. style. No more, no less. It, they've been uh, paving my street for the past two fucking weeks. I'll be able to really rip on it now. Dude, oh, yeah, I was smooth sailing. When I went over there today, that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, man, if I lived on the street as a kid, I would be so fucking stoked. Oh, yeah. It's getting ready to be a ripper. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a question. I want to see if you can answer it. Uh, if I, I'm going to pose this as a riddle. Skateboarding had a resurgence in 2018 via this small item that could fit in your pocket. It's a uh, hint. It's not tech decks. Hmm. For everybody that's listening to this on audio, they're thinking. Hmm. What's your guess? Shit. Is this for everybody? Is this a group question? Yeah, it's a group question. Whoever gets it first wins no prize. Rat Fink. No. <laughs> There's a small item. I had one. Uh, and that was the big resurgence for skateboarding. Fidget spinner? Fidget spinner? Boom. Why? Skateboard, skateboard bearings. That's bearings, what they used for that's the middle. right. Mm. That didn't have a resurgence for skateboarding. That took, I, bet that a, took, I bet a bearing company was pretty fucking psyched. Yes. Yes. I bet they're and, like, pivot, pivot. <laughs> we got to go. And I went to the store to get new bearings and I couldn't get it. I said, <laughs> we're all out. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> There's Ow. like three guys just like ting, ting. <laughs> I just sit there like that. God damn it. I need a pair of bearings. <laughs> you have to buy, you have to buy four fidget spinners to, for your skateboard bearings. No, you have to, you have to buy eight fidget spinners, right? I don't know. You would need eight because you skateboard bearings are two per wheel. Okay, well, then eight. Yeah, that's gonna be that's expensive. Like expensive, it's yeah. super expensive. Bearings are like thirty bucks, but goddamn, back then they were eighty. Yep, that's it. Well, all you right. Well, that's insane. that's skateboarding. That's, that <laughs> yeah. is skateboarding. Uh, it's everything hope, you'll ever need to know. It's basically a Wikipedia, but live. Really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope that you guys enjoyed the conversation because we tried to sprinkle skateboarding into our regular ridiculous conversation. Uh, we know that everybody's not into skateboarding and it was just a piece of our youth that we wanted to talk about. Uh, one thing that we wanted to say is thank you very much for anybody who bought something during the chat or donated or anything like that. Um, do not forget that we have bingo night coming up. We would love for you guys to join us for bingo night, bring your favorite drinks, bring your favorite snacks, bring your favorite cats and dogs and turtles and, 
uh, salamanders and shit like that. Because and, and let me just, it. and that's next uh, next Thursday night. So next Thursday is bingo. Yes. Yep. So let's let's get a ripping on that. Um, and do do not forget about the homeschool for fragile future. So last we heard, the boys in Hawthorne Heights had just uh, we had just played bamboozle left uh, we had just got back on the horse to play a show and we were in a minivan full of eight guitars with no money to our name and a credit card that said Hawthorne Heights on it and we were about to make our album Fragile Future so that homeschool is going to be very nice. It's going to be really cathartic because we have, we will have had probably six or eight months to process the death of Casey. And we're going to talk about how we got to the next step in our band. Uh, so please come to that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, even when we're talking about depressing topics, we try to spin it to positive things. So thank you guys very much. That's all we really have to say this week. We got some fun stuff happening next week. And as always, uh, make sure that you join the, the little community that we're forming because we want everybody to have a good time together. Like we talked about earlier, uh, we don't need to stare at websites and social media that makes us feel like shit. Let's talk about uh, our problems and let's talk about having fun in the chat rooms that we've created. All right. Let's do that, yeah. man. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that idea. So we're going to be announcing cool stuff. So keep your eyes on the good parts of the internet and not the shitty ones. Uh, unemployment's up. Cancel your cable. It's trash anyway. Watch something you actually want to watch on Netflix. That's about it. All right. All right, dogs. Well, drink plenty of Burkhart because it's getting, uh, we're about to rebrew it or re roast it. Sorry. But it's yeah. great. Take a video. Here would be the cool thing. If you take a video of yourself doing a tasting like, like we did, that you'll see sometime, uh, and post it and just hit us up on the internet. Tag us. Maybe, in yeah, maybe we'll repost. Yeah, we'll just, re we'll just retweet or whatever your, uh, your toxic social media is of choice. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. All right. Have a Goodbye. good night, everybody. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.